hesitation got me going crazy keep it moving i'm tuned in to true north racing the podcast that you need if you got the need for speed john morrison interviewing guests in the industry short track stock car racing gotta get it hyped saturday night under the lights hear the engine booming by smell the gas and feel the vibe going into overdrive drop the flag then the car zooming by hey true north racing let's go What's up, everyone? Wow. I can't believe that just happened. Just as we were about to enter the show here tonight, Megan just self-deleted herself from the from the conversation. Um, welcome back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. I'm your host, John Morrison. And just as we're... <laughs> We're going to be rejoined by our lovely co-host, Megan Mitchell. Once she gets connected here, Megan, how are you? I'm sorry. I knew I would do that one day. Did, did you self-delete yourself from the conversation? <laughs> okay, because I just like three, two, one, count us in. I hit record and I continue going. I literally stopped for two seconds because you disappeared. And I'm like... Guess- it gives you the option to leave meeting versus got it. <laughs> I'm like, one of these days I'm going to really mess up. I'm going to hit leave meeting. Well, and that is what today was the day. Anyways, Megan, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, how was, uh, how was your weekend at Flambro? It was busy and different. Why was it different? Wild. Well, for one, we were not in our typical spots. Like, I like being down where we usually are because we're out of the chaos. Yep. So we had to move because the Pro Challengers, they had the VIP tower and they all wanted to be like right there, which is understandable, which they wanted like right where we park. So Gary asked us if we would move up by the entrance the pit entrance so we did and there was just there was so much going on like between seeing all the cars line up and just there was so much that my brain couldn't handle it so it was different we've never well not that we've never run heats but since we've been there this year we haven't run heats and that's what we did yesterday so it was it was different it was busy too Oh, for sure. Uh, there was what, like six divisions on tap? Mm-hmm. Like, holy hell, just absolute chaos, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And Jeez. then, like, I, I don't think this year for the Pierce Talks at Flambro, like, don't quote me, but I don't think that we have broken 20 cars, and there was 26 in the feature. That's so awesome. That, that was, oh, it was wild. It was really good to see, though. It was nice to see a huge field. Oh, I can imagine. Probably put on some really good racing. Now, of mm-hmm. course, with uh, there was what the mini, there was the pure stocks, the mini stocks. Were the super stocks there? Yeah. Super stocks. There's three. I know the Ontario Pro Challenge was there, so that's four. And the Ontario Sportsman Series was there, and that was their championship night. That made five. Yeah. Well, oh, the prolates were there, so that makes six. Yeah. Man, that 
It was a lot. I I love Flamebro's dedication again in as many shows, like many classes in one night as possible. But damn, mm-hmm. that is a lot. It was. I bet it was. It was a late night too, wasn't it? It was. I'm. I kind of lost track of time after our feature was over. Yeah. But. Yeah. By the time all the features were done, it was getting pretty late. Like I think that was the latest that we've ever left the track like by the time we were only about 40 minutes out and by the time we got home it was about 1 30 maybe one so jesus really yeah holy crap it was a really late night so it's just been a lazy day today <laughs> understandable <laughs> um so that, yeah that's that's such a late night and to think like that's and what's worse too is the sun's going down a lot earlier yeah so like when it's down by like eight o'clock we're just like, mm-hmm. if it already feels like midnight exactly so like i but, think our feature our feature was the very first one yeah well tech technically not no technically not because the sportsmen's did 40 They're, laps uh, before yeah but after intermission we were the first ones and i think it was already getting dark out at that point yeah so it was oh my gosh then there was like the corn roast and everything afterwards Uh, yeah you can't you can't not go like when especially when the corn roast is going on like it's it was flambrose uh fan appreciation memorial night and afterwards, you got, there was a big corn rose that happened on the backside of the in the in the in, or in the in the pit area pit area behind the backstretch. And I've been a part of it a couple times now. And one, you can't go wrong because I think it's I think Kevin Gallant is the one who supplies the corn. Yeah, and we have to give a big shout out to him for bringing all that corn. I don't even know how much corn was eaten. I don't know, and I, and I'm upset I didn't get a chance to go, um, because I know what, you know, Flambrose Memorial Night means to a lot of people. Um, yeah, it, it, I know it means to a lot of people in the club, with the CVMs. As last week, we were trying to have a late push to see if we can get even just that intermission, just a nostalgia thing going and yeah uh weren't able to so um uh, unfortunate but that's that's just the way the cookie crumbles um we've been a part of it in the past just this year was different which is okay um but yeah we're gonna uh I, you know it's glad, it sounds like a great night um there's some footage from last night i have to go take a look at still before I, I'm going to run my mouth and get myself in trouble. So stay tuned to next week's folks, as uh, I may, I may be trying to get canceled myself here. So <laughs> hope that's, I don't think that'll happen, but uh, all, I, all I can say is full moon was in effect. Yeah. Full like, moon was in <laughs> effect. Um, but yeah, I myself was not at a racetrack. Uh, the family and myself, we, uh, uh, we, we took ourselves to, to niagara falls and uh let's just say our plans changed before we even left the house so like (laughs) we weren't even sure what the heck was going on so jacqueline and i talked about it we were supposed to go check out the 
power station uh, that has been finally opened up to the public. And there's a tunnel that you can go down and actually shoot out and get real close to the river down there um, mm-hmm. at the base of the fall, which would have been amazing. Um, and there's a, a, to me, like, it's just so if, to me, it'd be cool to go check out. Yeah. Um, we were going to do that and go do the made of the mist. And after some consultation Saturday morning, uh, we decided to go to Safari Niagara for the third year in a row. <laughs> now, have you, have you ever heard of that place or gone to it? I've heard of it, but I haven't been to it. Okay, so I have to say this. This has been one of the best zoos I've ever been to. And I've been to about like four or five different ones. Yeah. And this one, just the uh, the animals are a lot more excited. Mm-hmm. I guess would be the word. Um, they're actually more like like the tigers they actually they were actually up walking around okay yeah they actually go to a zoo and they're all just laying there and it's like, yeah oh it's cool but like something <laughs> yeah um they were playing chase with each other uh what else was there there was uh well like there's there, the animals that they have there are just amazing like they have an emu section but for the kids and for the young at heart you can get on these little pedal bike things um but like they (laughs) resemble like a car kind of thing so you're sitting down Uh, you're gonna say you could get on an emu (laughs) slap me on one like that would be so much fun like i would absolutely ride an emu but unfortunately i think i break the weight limit for it so uh um but yeah there's that uh but anyways, so around the emu pen uh, mm-hmm. enclosure, you can actually race these little like kid cars. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. You just, just get on there, start pedaling. Um, they are not built for bigger people like myself. Oh. Uh. So yeah. Um. Either that, or I'm just too stupid to realize how to move the seat back properly. <laughs> I'm looking at I I. Jack and likes to make fun of me. He's like, "Oh, you pulled off from the rhubarb." No, I pulled out because my legs were freaking. <laughs> I'm like, I was getting sore and I was trying to figure out how to adjust the damn seat. Yeah. And it was not working. Um, but yeah, then we ended up so after the and but yeah, the zoo is just absolutely amazing. I love the zoo. Um, the otters, they were actually like coming up right up to the glass and just like they were mm-hmm. playing right in front of the glass, which was so cute. Um, but yeah, it was it was such a great day with the kids. And then we 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 were there from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Oh the smokes. Oh yeah. It was a long day, worth it. We went, uh, we went to Welland. Jacqueline has been dying to get this this Rose City pizza for a mm-hmm. while now, and third time's the damn charm. We had to run to Walmart to exchange something, which fun fact we couldn't exchange. Oh God! Because somehow between the two of us and highly intellectual adults, um, <laughs> we did not see that the shoes were two different sizes. Hmm. and nor were they both and also that they were both right feet oh my gosh oh yeah so you yes. can imagine tuesday morning i'm get, i'm driving to work also i get a phone call from my from my from uh my ex um and she's like so uh uh i'm like you need to exchange the shoes I'm, oh why is that oh they're both rights and one's a size 12 and one's a size one i'm <laughs> like no no way I'm like no 
I'm like, all right, put them aside. I'll grab them Friday. And I'll go out on the weekend and exchange them. And now I'm just realizing, I don't know if Mav took his shoes into the house with him tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh my God. It looks like I may be waking up at about 5 in the morning after working till about 3 a.m. to go. <laughs> oh, stay tuned for tomorrow's episode of How Did John Die? <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, so after that, we Jacqueline was upset because we, we tried both the numbers for Rose City weren't working and yeah it um, we're driving i'm like she was getting upset because she's been trying to do this for a while now and yeah all of a sudden i was like okay you know what just try again she's like you sure i'm like just try again starts ringing picks up rose city pizza jackpot uh so we got this pizza freaking smelled amazing it took a while to cook it because it was it's uh it's a college town so like mm-hmm. there, you know, it's there's always a rush for them. Uh oh, yeah. and then I found this little I thought it was the Welling Canal. Uh I was an idiot. <laughs> I mistakenly like I was like, oh, that looks like the canal. Cause I was like, oh, there's the Welling River. That means that that must be the canal. Didn't even think about going further south. And mm-hmm. uh, so I was like, oh that, oh, that's a park. <laughs> Click it, because we were looking for a park with benches yeah drove there and i'm looking around like well that's a concrete bridge so i don't think we're at the canal we were like a river over that's like overflow of water mm-hmm. so but there was benches there was seen and we had probably some of the best pizza i've ever eaten in my life nice so we were talking i was like oh we may just grab a pizza set friday night when we go down in november just <laughs> <laughs> we don't know yet but we're i yeah but yeah it was it was it was fantastic pizza um and then the drive and then we went to into the falls did a couple of things on the hill and then started leaving the air about like 10 30 11 o'clock oh my it was like 11 o'clock before we actually got on the road from niagara area oh geez oh yeah it was a it was a long day it sounds like it yeah um but uh i'm yeah it's gonna be weird i'm not back at the racetrack until the 24th uh because next weekend is leads up to robert's ninth birthday yeah so i'm not gonna be we gotta figure out how next weekend's gonna work still in regards to recording the podcast Mm because i've moved it to monday night uh i'm hoping with everything i can be back in time yeah and we can get on the road as soon as i can and i'm gonna fingers crossed next monday goes goes to plan that's that's (laughs) where i'm hoping um but yeah it's gonna be i I, will we'll talk about that after anyways um i'm just trying to think here because yeah, I'm not back on the track until championship night for the CVNs, which is September 24th. Uh, so for the next, and Sawwell Speedway just finished off their season. So I feel like I have a lot of extra time now. <laughs> but I realize I'm not going to have extra time because I still got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, especially to, because like, as much as people, like race teams, like you start 2023 in August. 
yeah it's the same deal for even us creators and in media people we have to start getting ourselves lined up for 2023 now so that way when the season starts in you know from march at motorama Mm -hmm. it's all smooth sailings after that right because if i because the one thing i've noticed if i have to go through hell and back throughout the season no one's happy with me (laughs) but uh, if i because that's the thing i set this up myself up with the cvm stuff yeah as early as i can so that way throughout the season i'm when i'm funneling stuff it's just points and updates Mm -hmm. if i have everyone's sponsors by by march by end of february yeah a picture of your car if you've updated your car it helps me out so much that if on the first day of practice i can just go click 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 take as many pictures i need to put them up on the website edit them how i need to bada bing bada boom guess what i don't have to touch that section for the year yeah exactly and it starts all back up again Mm -hmm. so i'm currently working through the drama media website because i got to set a promotion section up because if you realize if, if, i don't know if you remember but i kind of do this promotional thing mm-hmm. like promoting some race cars like I, i've you know we, we haven't talked about them on the on the show in a while but like <laughs> mm-hmm. um which by the way we have to give a massive shout out to two joe media drivers because we didn't do a show last week so we couldn't yeah be excited about them uh brandon feeney in the number 38 liquid at peterborough speedway won his first career feature race with i gotta add this because i'm so excited about it (laughs) it was also his first night out as an inside track driver Mm -hmm. with working with inside track i am so excited for that deal um i was talking to david from inside track this week and the first thing he said was, oh, did you see that Feeney kid got a win with the first night out? And I'm like, dude, I'm like, you guys were luck. Like, <laughs> guy was consistently running fourth and fifth all year long. You guys jump in, freaking wins the race. Really? Though. So I'm cool about that. Hopefully that, uh, that deal goes good going forward. And as well as you guys are also an inside track driver. Um, you guys announced some awesome stuff there uh i'm gonna get you guys to talk i'm gonna get you to talk about that in a little bit so bring that up before we bring in our guest um so if you just want to read what you put on facebook you know uh go right ahead okay um and our other big shout out we have to give to is our third co-host um the driver the number 45 dairy queen brant of dairy queen of brantford ford mustang in the mini stock division at flamborough speedway Caitlin Wallace won her first career race by a very slim margin. I gotta say that. Um, oh my god! the The picture doesn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, even though I was at the track, I didn't get a chance to go up and watch it as I was dealing with obviously the stuff. For, um, I had been I've been busy with the CVM stuff, and also I'm just like. All of a sudden, I heard over the PA systems, like, we'll get down to Quick Quick Victory Lane where we'll meet with the four, driver, the number 45, Kaylin Wallace. 
my head never snapped so hard in my <laughs> damn life. I looked up, I see the 45 at the top of the board, see the 25 at the top, and I'm like, I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta check this out. <laughs> I called Jacqueline me, I'm like, you'll never guess who just went to Victory Lane. <laughs> and she's like, Caitlin, I'm like, yeah, she's like, oh my god, that's amazing, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and right after that, like once I'm like, she's like, I'm driving though, like I got I'm like, yeah, no worries, I'll talk to you later. Okay, love you, bye. Click. I'm I mean I open up Snapchat, I text man, like you'll never guess who just went to victory lane i i was stupid i don't know why i thought you weren't watching race water but like oh my god i saw watching race water. like oh i feel like an idiot now because like, i was thing. i'm breaking some news and you're already sitting ready. there watching it literally we were sitting there watching it and my mom's like okay okay guys guys everyone listen game plan what do we do if caitlin wins this one and i'm like I don't know what are we gonna do mom she's like I don't know I think maybe we'll go meet them in their driveway we'll stand out at the end of their driveway with checkered flags I'm like where are you getting a checkered flag <laughs> like oh my god we were hyped I was so I mad gotta I love there, her though. tenacity of trying to get that <laughs> I, oh you haven't you haven't like there's a lot of people who gave her well wishes and you know I went down there and I congratulate her after at the end of the night and you can tell a lot of weight was taken off her shoulders because you the fact see- now is she she can say she is a feature yeah. winner you can see it in just the way she walks now i'm like She's i got a different step since- in her step yeah i told her since the beginning of the season i'm like it is the year yeah this year you're getting a feature win and she's like i don't know like i hope so i'm like no like I'm not even hoping so, Caitlin. Like I know so it is it's happening. It's gonna happen. And I was so freaking mad that I wasn't there. I literally sat there crying about it. <laughs> yeah. So them, oh, for sure. Like I can't I can't, I'm over the moon excited. Like I mm-hmm. it's 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 incredible. Um but anyways. We're going to get Ashton in here in just a couple of minutes. So I want you to tell us about this special promo you guys have through Inside Track, which, by the way, I am going to clip it and send it to David for you. So I can like, hey, check this out. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell us about your special promo you guys have with Inside Track? Yeah, so we are working with Inside Track now for the remainder of this year and all of 2023 and right now we have a promotion going on um we have a special promo code which is mrc73 and if you use that promo code while um subscribing to the inside track news magazines you i'm not honestly i'm not 100 sure how much you save but there's a good savings that comes with using the code and there's three different options like three different packages, a one year, two year, and a three year subscription. And for every, for like, I don't know how to word it. <laughs> if you subscribe to, I think it's the three year one. If you subscribe to that one with our promo code, you save money. I believe you get an inside track shirt with that one. And 20 bucks is sent to us. The two year, we get 15. And, uh, one year i believe we get 10 
Buck sent to us. So it's kind of like a promo between all of us, you know, win-win for everyone. You guys save, we get money for our team and for our cars and Inside Track gets to send out more magazines. So I'm excited Absolutely. about it. Yeah. I'm very excited. So if you guys want to, where is it here? I'm just going to, I'm going to find it real quick. There it is. So yeah, if you guys use promo code MRC73 at the checkout, man, like I'm looking at this, like you get three bonus issues, Mm -hmm. like for the three year, like 24 issues, three bonus issues. Uh, You know, I'm, where is it? I think beefy had it as well. Um, but yeah, like you get three bonus issues. Like there, there's so much cool stuff. And so yeah, if you guys want to go over there and support Inside Track, get yourself a racing magazine that's gonna show you the stuff from around here in Ontario. Um and yeah, you're gonna help out a race team. You know, that's that's the that's the best part here. So mm-hmm. if you guys are looking to get into uh Get, get yourself an inside track magazine you guys can contact also on top of mrc so megan and them are subscribed with the, their code you can also subscribe through brandon feeney's code so there's two options for you support mm-hmm. support who you want to <laughs> like yeah <laughs> but i i love the deal i love this uh can't wait to see how this go, works going forward mm-hmm. um but yeah so yeah make sure you guys uh Go out there, get yourself an inside track package today. Um, so it was kind of funny too, because I went and I subscribed. I, I didn't know that we had a code coming. <laughs> so I subscribed with Brandon's code. And Brandon's like, why didn't you use your own code? I'm like, I don't know if I, <laughs> if I have one yet. So I used oh, yours. Yeah. You're welcome, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, you just helped him. Like Exactly. Jesus, Brandon, be be thankful next time, man. Like, be appreciative that someone supported you. And I did the three year subscription, so he That's got awesome. twenty bucks. Oh my god, I need. I'm I'm gonna have to subscribe. I know I've been. I've I've told I've told them I wanted Greg and them. I want I want to subscribe again. So, um, that mm-hmm. it's yeah, and I see the hero card's been updated with them. So mm-hmm. I I love the look of it. It's awesome. Uh, I really hope that deal goes good for you guys going forward. Um, looking forward really to well. some big things. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some big things in store for next year, so I yeah. am excited. I can't wait to hear about it. But uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think we bring in Brandon or Ashton tonight? <laughs> for sure. Let's bring in Ashton Dickey, the driver of the number one turret mini stock at Oshkosh Speedway. All right, guys, this week on the True North Racing Podcast, we are sitting down with the driver, the number one dirt mini stock at Oshawa Speedway, Ashton Dickey. Ashton, how are you, man? Oh, pretty good. Uh, it's the first weekend off since the race season ended, so we went down to London last night, partied up a little bit, and enjoyed ourselves, and uh, uh, just looking forward to the offseason and regrouping. Nice. Um, right, let, let's let's talk about this, because, yeah, you're right. The uh, Unfortunately, the Oshawa regular series or regular season has come to an end and all that's left is the uh the uh, spring car nationals this weekend um how did your 2022 season go for you uh i mean uh, to put into one word frustrating uh we learned a lot that was a good part of it but 
did not go our way at all. Um, we uh, were fighting a lot of a lot of issues towards the beginning that we sorted out, and then just a lot of bad luck on track that kind of plagued it too. But um, uh, they, we we ended it pretty well. I mean, racing for Wade for the last couple of weeks, uh, we got back to having fun again and uh, showing some uh, success. Uh, we picked up a heat win Friday night, first one at the Big O, so it was kind of a big milestone. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to next year. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you said it yourself there. For the past two weeks, you've been running uh, Wade's uh, Wade Thorne's uh, uh, rental car. Um, because recently, you put up on social media that you were uh, raffling off the uh, the number one car. What uh, what was the thought process behind that? What and what? How did you how the deal get set up with uh, Wade? So yeah, like uh, we we had the one uh, A up for raffle, and we figured like usually with the last couple nights to go racing gets a lot more aggressive and everyone's kind of fight for a championship and getting those last couple spots and uh yep. we figure well we might as well park this car keep it safe wherever the winner's going to be and uh like we, we've been close with wade for for years we, we go go-karting through the winter we are all intertwined and he's had that backup car for the whole season so i'm like well i gotta get points somehow i want to keep perfect attendance and i messaged him i think maybe the Sunday after we decided to park the one a for the rest of the year and he was on board. He, uh, he uh, helped us out a lot. I think I showed up to Osh weekend that Wednesday for a practice session was dialed right in, loved it. And then, uh, so it, it was a good couple of weeks. Like first night we were kind of learning the car, playing around with it. It's handled completely different than mine. Uh, but I, I loved it. I, that car is awesome. And then we went into Friday night last week, uh, no expectations, which makes it kind of easier on me. And we went out and won the heat race by damn near straight away. So oh, wow. it, it, it was, uh, it, it put the fun back in racing for us. Like that's all it is for us right now is having fun. And when you're not having fun, you don't want to do it. So we had a blast. Um, but uh, yeah, we, it was just kind of a, a friendly offer. I asked him, he was nice enough to help us out. And uh, we've been, We've been in touch with a lot of stuff for, um, regarding next season with that car. Uh, we're looking to run that car full-time, revamp it. Uh, Jeremy Barton's looking to drive the Cobalt that ran up at Sauble. We're converting that to a dirt car. So it'll be a three-car team for 2023. Oh, wow. That's going to be a busy, uh, busy off-season for you guys because I know that 46 car also went up to uh, um, to Sauble and run the uh... – Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was <laughs> a uh, – yeah, it was a, a, a few hours converting that car back to a dirt setup. It was uh, <laughs> those guys threw quite the uh, setup trying to get it to work for the asphalt. So it was. I, it, it looked like it was, uh, I, I yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, the, you know, oh, they brought the, like, what, well, hold on, what? It was one of those things I had to do a double take to see that they actually took it up to Sobble. And I'm yeah, like, I, oh, that's a, that's a long trip to convert it and then to ba- and go back and. Uh, that was just that was just nuts on their part to be able to do it but you know good to good to see that you had especially the last two weeks you showed speed um you know it, it was i've been watching you race all year every time i got a chance to watch watch us weekend i was up there watching you to see how well you were doing yeah um you and i talked a bit throughout the year and and you know was always wishing you luck every time you went you headed out um glad to see next year you're looking to uh uh, run the 46 the full time the full year um yeah, yeah. through that. through thorns racing um that's that's awesome man like yeah it, it was kind of a, a well we were 
but that wasn't the plan. Wade was kind of spitballing what he was going to do for 2023 himself. He, there was a few things that kind of came his way, and then we kind of settled on that. We just started spitballing at a shop one night, and it's uh, it's looking like it's going to be a, a reality very soon. And you know, that's, that's the funny thing is that usually that's that's how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I don't know. I don't think there's a bad thing that's ever come from a night of just spitballing with your with your with some guys you know for years. And, and something just comes out of it. Yeah. Like it, it just, I I'm looking for a ride next year. Like, we'll we'll get into the, the, the plan for 2024 soon. We'll kind of start going through whatever you want to talk about and then we'll get on to that. So absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, so let's, let's talk, let's dive right in here. We're going to jump all the way back to when you were just a wee high to a grasshopper. Um, how did you start get how did you get involved in racing and how did your love like really like grow from it it's it's just as simple as a lot of young guys in racing their dads raced or their moms raced and uh just being a young guy around the speedway um my dad ran a few seasons on asphalt to start his career um i was probably three years old at a racetrack so i have vague memories of flamborough speedway um that's kind of my introduction to it but a lot of the early on in-depth memories came from 2008, 2009, Oshawa Speedway. My dad converted over the dirt and uh, wait, I fell in love with the dirt it was the same time he did. It's amazing. Uh, that speedway is great. Um, but been there, pretty much grew up around that track every summer. Uh, every year, grew more and more in love with the sport. And uh, I'd say probably 2018 is kind of when it all ramped up, working on the car full time, kind of getting behind the wheel for the first time and really realizing this is something I want to uh, pursue pretty in depth. And it's not just a, a thing I want to kind of be around. So it's, it, that's it, usually what happens. It's the <laughs> same thing. It's the same story as pretty much every other driver out there. They they're around race cars most of their life or they've been helping out on them. And then all of a sudden it's uh, Hey, let's go do this for ourselves. So um, it, yeah, it's pretty, it's not a special story you're, by no means, but I, I was going to say you're, you're, what are, what are you like a second generation then racer or I'm actually third generation, you're third so, generation. Okay. Yeah, my, my grandfather raced way back, not for long, but when he was younger and then, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess call me a third generation. See, I, this is the thing. I love, I love talking to guys who just like, Oh yeah, this is my story. You know, I'm a third generation racer. I'm like, <laughs> which is awesome because like, and then I look at myself like I didn't have a typical growing up at a racetrack. Yep. I was 16 before I even started helping out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I hear a lot of those would, stories too. And oh yeah, it's it, it's crazy. It's sometimes those guys are more in depth with it than the guys that have been around it since they were kids. Like it just oh yeah, it's uh yeah it's it's neat. I mean we we had a few people, a few friends come out this speedway last Friday and they're 19 years old. That's the first time they were on a racetrack and they were hooked. So no matter what age you oh, start yeah. and entering around it, it's it's something that seems to catch the eye of everyone and get everyone excited so hey you know that's the thing you, you did something there they've never been to a race before you invited them out they came they checked it out and guarantee they're probably hooked for life or at least want to be like at least enjoy watching it yeah like it's yeah but but yeah like you said most or like i said most guys it's their kids it's their parents that race and they're yeah you know, the third second generation and then they do it themselves when they get to well, they like I started at a fairly late age in motorsport these days, but um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a pretty generic story on how I 
kind of got introduced to the sport. Now, when did, uh, when was your, when did you first get behind the wheel of a car and actually race it? You said 2018, when was your first actual like race? Um, I want to actually funny enough. Well, my first ever time behind the wheel was behind the wheel of my dad's, uh, Thunderstock 2018. We've wrenched on the car all year, put in a lot of hard hours and the old man's kind of thank you was, Hey, we got a practice session right for the nationals this year. Go out, try it, had a blast. Um, and then I think the next time I got behind the wheel was probably mid 2019 ramp the Humber wrecked the damn thing, jumped the cushion. Uh, that was a hard week, uh, bit embarrassing, but, uh, a lot of hard lessons learned that week. And then fast forward another couple months after that, I, I raced that number 46 Wade Thorn car at Oshawa Speedway at the end of the season when I was 17. So, oh wow. There was a lot of broken races in between um, up until this, well, my pretty much technically full-time year in 2020. Um, but yeah, it, so it was, it was kind of broken up until I became a, a rookie, but I guess you can say my first time was 2018 Thunderstock. See, that must have been really cool just to jump behind the wheel of one of those things and just and go out there because those, those always seem like a blast. Yeah, I mean, it was, we, my dad at the time, I believe he had a concussion. So we were putting Randy Hollingshead in the car for that night or the, the week prior. So he was getting practice that night and I was kind of filling in between sessions and trying it out. And so there was four or five cars there that night. Yeah, you, you know how many Thunder cars there are. There's like 30 of them. So I have only five cars show up that night for a practice session. You get this nice wide open speedway to, to really practice and not have to worry. So um, it, was, uh, it was it was a nice first experience behind the wheel of a race car, especially at a uh, facility like uh, Shreken Speedway. Absolutely, for sure. It's like, you know, that, that track always is just remarkable. And, you know, <laughs> I don't really, really know where to go from that, but yeah, to, yeah, to get your, to get your first shot at it is just, is, is pretty cool as it is. Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. Like going back to what you said with the speedway being phenomenal, like Clinton Jeffries and Glenn Styers, like between when they had to shut down on COVID started to when they opened up back in May, like that track is night and day. It's amazing. It's always been great, but holy that, that track this year is a pretty nice facility you got out i think once or twice and you saw yeah it. i came out twice yep yeah it's yeah it's great early in the year surprisingly and i was just yeah we, we, we were looking at possibly coming down again but uh you know for us it's uh it's family time uh yeah. with myself having two boys it's it's one of those things it's a difficult thing to pull off on a friday night to uh to make that trek all all the way down to Oshawigan. so um I'll always know that once once my kids go to bed, I'm always on my phone watching Oshawigan or Delaware. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one place I didn't get to this year is Delaware. I love that race and love super stocks down there. It's a it's a class that always well my buddy Carson runs in that series. It's a, yep. it's a pretty cool track. I haven't been to Delaware since 24, 2015. Oh. It's yeah, been a while. That's well, well before the renovation then too. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been watching it this year. I've been wanting to go, but again, it's one of those things it's, it's trying to pull off um, with myself, especially like I work up in Aaron yeah. and uh, I, my home, I call my hometown of Brampton 
So for myself, it's hard to, it's one of those hard things to do to, to track home where it's, you almost have to work a half day. Yeah. And then, you know, then again, I'm looking back, I'm like, man, that's what I used to do just to go racing there every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I crewed for a guy down there and we were, I get, I get picked up at two o'clock in the afternoon from, from school in Guelph and we go down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, oh, it's a trek even for me. I'm, I'm Brantford area and it's down to Delaware. And like, I think last time I was there was with Cam Thompson. It was one of the first opening events after the, the pandemic and yeah it was a sold out crowd it was it was amazing um delaware knows how to do it yeah it's it It, i i always say it's comparable to the osh weekend of the asphalt side they absolutely level as everyone else and i love the fact that they brought the um local uh rogers tv yeah brought them out it's it's phenomenal um to see because they get good views on that too like it's not just like (laughs) 800 500 it, there's there's sometimes i'm seeing them in the thousands when i'm joining on watching yeah i mean it was it was kind of interesting when they first started out rogers tv having the hockey announcers broadcast <laughs> it, was, it, it, it didn't quite all mesh up but you can tell they're kind of falling in the line and it sounds pretty good there on, on live and... there was the one guy i was really happy to see him get a shot and he hasn't been out this year and i'm upset about that but it's uh oh i think i someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong and I'm going to sound stupid if I'm wrong. I think his name is Justin Prince. Okay. He does announcing a lot of, uh, I racing stuff. Okay. Um, for podium, uh, does a lot, uh, like he's done a lot of the stuff and he had a shot. He was doing it last year. He was doing the pit stuff last year. And as soon as I heard him, I was like, Hey, I know that voice. And it was just, yeah, it's the same with, uh, forget his name, uh, the announcer down at Meritville Speedway. He's the uh, one radio host for one of the rock stations down that area. Um, oh, I'm not, I'm going to be clueless on that one. Yeah, I, I forget his name, but yeah, he's he's on the radio every day. And then I guess he got a shot a couple of years ago doing a racing announcement. And uh, he's been pretty good the last couple of years. Nice. Yeah, the down, down in Meritville, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that the, Actually, you know, the last time we were at Maryville was uh, G-Force was there. So, <laughs> Yeah, so. I always yeah. go when G-Force is at these events for some weird reason. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when, well, COVID kind of kick-started that Speedway big time. Like, oh, yeah. no one else was running. They were running their select big events. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the season, they're like, hey, let's, let's run a points race or a point season it blew up like i i'd never really been to that track up until 2020 and before i knew it i was there 10 times like i raced there four times myself that season and it was it was quite the speedway to go to during that because they were booming they were getting a lot of business and don's done a lot out in the parking lot with a lot of his uh, oh my god don't even get me started yeah it's it's phenomenal it's great oh my god i freaking love it dude i was almost i was almost tempted if we didn't get so like last last night we were down in um welland area so yep. we're like i was almost suggesting man if we didn't, didn't get a hold of rose city pizza over in welland i'm like we should just go to just go to maryville and get some pizza from there or some some something from the smoke set the smokehouse there because like yeah I've, oh. I've, I've packed the car full of guys and we've gone down and just had pizza in the middle of the off season like it's oh yeah it, it's a good hour and a half drive but it's 
Pretty it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Which is funny enough because yesterday I laughed my ass off because I I made it from Guel from sorry from Brampton yesterday morning. We got on the highway at 9 a.m. I pulled into uh the zoo down in Niagara at 10 o'clock. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, I could probably do better than an hour and a half nowadays. So <laughs> but Maryville, man, it's I love what they've done with the facility. Um, obviously, you know, it, they had, I think it was at the beginning of 2020 when they had that, when, uh, a lot of race teams lost their, um, lost their equipment. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of big modified teams down there. I think guys, um, there was a couple of Thunder guys affected, but yeah, it was that whole, whole facility. Everyone was working out. But the fact that the, the track rallied around them and try to, uh, help them out. Like I still have one of the shirts. Like I bought two shirts, one for myself, one for my girlfriend. And you know, it's 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 great what they do for not only for the racers. It seems like at the tr- at the track, but for what they do for the community as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I think both both those tracks, Hammerstone and Merritt, will both played a a role. And uh, it's it, lots of the racing community. Everyone rallies together when someone's been wrong or has something bad happen to them, and like. Shot fires, unfortunately, are the number one thing that is that often, yeah, is wrong where where happens to a lot of the drivers. And I think Justin Ramsey, a couple of years ago, lost his shop and lost his backup car. All those guys down there in Welland, and uh, yeah, I mean, you're working on you're fabricating stuff, you're working on race cars. You got a lot of flammables. You got race fuel. It's it's one spark and whole place goes up. So just kind of the nature of the sport absolutely it's uh it's definitely not one of those uh could you imagine if we were just like couch racers or like <laughs> like then that would just be worse like in my opinion um but yeah like it, it it sucks to see a lot of those teams lose all essentially they're everything they worked hard for in their life to yep. in, in, in a fire like you know it, it sucks but uh we, we want to keep the show moving here a little bit. Yep. Um, Megan, I think you had a question you wanted to ask Ashton. I know. And then I thought about it. I'm like, I feel like I know the answer already. Um, where did the number one come from? It's uh, <laughs> it's quite a funny story. So my dad was number one and mm-hmm. way back in the day, I he can correct me if I got the story wrong, but if I remember it right, when he was picking out a race number, the easiest one to paint on a car was number one because it's just a single stripe. So then after that, he just kind of rolled with it. And then as he kind of got bigger, more funding, obviously he started wrapping and vinyling cars. Get, it starts looking a bit more fancy, but he kind of kept the, the number one throughout. And I, I stuck with number one when I started racing, but there's quite a few number one mini stocks, so I added the A to it with Ashton 1A, kind of different twist. Um, but yeah, it just kind of carrying on the tradition of the number. Uh, but I mean, number one in racing, who doesn't want to be number one? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that, that's how we got the number. I mean, I'd rather be 99, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had, to be, I had to be a little bit an asshole. That's just who I am. Come on now uh 
that's awesome that you kept you know you're able to keep the the family number kind of going well, here it, it was also my mother's number when she raced she raced for six seven years at Ashwick and Speedway in a mini stock class as well um, oh wow so she, number one yeah so yeah it's good it's always been a family number it's always good when there's a when, when numbers are associated with family like you know Megan's got the 73 you got the one yeah. it's it's great to see teams like that and families like that yeah yeah it's well it's racing is a family sport everyone's just kind of bound together and kind of traditions kind of carry on throughout it so absolutely like I, I kind of same thing with my car this year I kind of try to keep a, a similar paint scheme to I think just my dad's 2013 scheme white and orange a little bit of a reverse to it but uh, just kind of want to do a throwback now this actually kind of begs me a question here because I got to know who is so in 2019 I went to Oshawa Speedway um I found a clip of because like I was dying for to create some more TikTok content yeah and I think I put a, a TikTok video and I found videos of my time at Oshawa and I think if I remember correctly, you commented on and saying about the one being out front. Oh yeah, it's probably well, it's so, 2019. It probably would have been my dad. It's my dad's fault. Okay. So yeah, I just wanted would... to confirm that. See if because because yeah. man, that one looks good out front. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he was driving now. Yeah. No, that would, that would have been my uh, my dad's last season in the black or black and orange number one. Well, there we go. Now I got another answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so we, we always end off our things with, uh, with our fan question period, but I think today we're going to save what you got planned for what we talked about before. We're going to save that for afterwards. I think that's going to be more of a, a kicker to end, to end the uh, guest portion of the show tonight. So we got, as you saw today, uh, we tagged you in the post where, uh, you're coming on the show. So tonight we have the fan question period. We yep. have about three or four questions, I think, right, Megan? Lined up, ready to go for you. Uh, I did see one more, but I I don't know if you wanted me to add it because I know it was from your dad. And oh, I know yeah, you saw it already. So <laughs> add it, add it. Yeah. We got to get everyone else it. Yeah, I caught that one. <laughs> All right, let me screenshot it. <laughs> so we got some questions for you. You ready to answer them? Yep. All right, once Megan's ready here, we'll uh, we'll fire off some questions. Okay. So the first one's from Rob Twitchett, and he said, after such a rough season, what keeps you coming back every week? It's just determination. Uh, always wanting to get better, doing better than the week before. I mean, it, it's every race car driver like that. They, they've, there's no quit. You just want to keep getting better. Um you got sponsor obligations, you've got other things and more importantly, it's just fun. Like your friends are there, you're turning laps, no matter how well you're doing is, is always fun. So um, coming back each week, it's, that's what kind of keeps us going. Um, I know Rob, you didn't have the, the greatest year either, um, but same reasons why you come back each week. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Rob again said, growing up in racing family, what is your earliest racing memory? Uh, I mean, you kind of got vague images in my mind of Flamborough Speedway, being a young guy, kind of surrounding myself around all of the, the I guess it was like a Thunderstock, Street Sox series at the time. 
Um, but then really a lot of my early memories are sitting grandstand side with my grandma, my brother, watching my mom and dad race at Osh Beacon Speedway. Uh, Cam Thompson said, why do you break so much shit? Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like a weekly occurrence. He comes up to my window after pulling off, asking why I'm so hard <laughs> on equipment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, last week was a bit unfortunate. The track had a lot of ruts and it was rough and damaged that left rear hub, sheared it away, but I don't know. It wasn't really in my hands, but yeah, I guess I'm rough on equipment. We we had a reclip mini stock a couple of years back is my doing. So uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're trying to get better <laughs> with that, but I can keep fixing it. And I guess it's no issue. Mm, exactly. John, is this last one Ian Henwood? Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to pronounce. It's on Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's Ian. Okay. And Ian Henwood said, how did... I guess we already went over it but how did you get into racing oh yeah going back just being around it you, like I had a lot of young guys in racing their their parents were racing or their uncles or even their aunts or just stuff like that right so um obviously just being around my dad racing always in the shop always kind of tinkering of things being around the track and uh yeah so that's kind of like my my introduction to it and I know this is one that you saw already. <laughs> Your dad said, when you go Thunderstock racing in 2024, will you fill out some by then so you can use a big boy seat so maybe your dad can wheel it? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you saw my, my comment underneath that. I yeah. The, the fire suit was a bit snug <laughs> Get, getting into it Friday night. So um, we might be moving up to 16 or 17 inch seats. <laughs> But uh, I don't. I don't think the old man could fit into one that small. So <laughs> we might have to do a heat or a seat swap at some point. I think that was all of them. Yeah, I think that's it. All right, thank you, Megan, for uh, asking those questions for us. And as always, everyone, if you guys want to uh, submit a question, always check back on Sundays and to see who will be joining us uh this week on or that week on the on the show next week it will be the monday i'm gonna have everything set up before then so i i'm gone <laughs> for the day i'm out so <laughs> hopefully i have everything done um <laughs> and of course we want to thank ashton for answering the questions tonight so thank you so much ashton for doing that for us Beautiful. uh so we kind of just touched on it obviously um how you're uh, uh with your dad saying that you're gonna go thunderstock racing 2024 um why don't you uh why don't you talk about that so it's, it's kind of a funny story i mean I was, I was in the shop one day we i well i, I took the summer off working everything just do racing and kind of just focus on myself and so i spent a lot of time in the shop and we, it's probably early august and i i wasn't having fun i was frustrated the old man was frustrated with things going. He's just, we, we weren't having fun at the time. And I was just leaving the shop and I just had a phone call and I said, oh, it's, it's my dad calling me. And he's just starting spitballing with me. He's kind of tiptoeing around the idea of it. And he's like, what if we just go Thunder Car Racing? What if we scrap this mini stock stuff, start fresh, go back to what we know, go back, go back to what we had fun with in the past. Um, it's a competitive class. Everyone's pretty clean. It's just something we'd really have fun with. And we, I think we sat on the phone for about damn near an hour that afternoon, just talking about ideas, spitballing what we can do. 
on and then we kind of started having some serious conversations about it and we came off the idea of raffling off the mini stock help fund new chassis um we were looking into a, a concept one chassis uh from todd gordon modified driver down the well in uh, niagara region he uh puts together some pretty kick-ass camaros so looking at uh get something like that and uh Go on Thunder Car Racing 2024. We we decided on 2024 gives a little bit of time to regroup, get all the parts in place, kind of kind of just take a year off, figure things out, and more importantly financially, it's a huge step up. I mean, Thunder Cars you you build those things for for about 40 grand these days for a good one. So it's uh like we're looking at some around 25, 30k for what we're getting, but it's a huge step up on the $10,000 mini stock that most people build these days. So um, we're looking forward to it. It's something I grew up with. I never really, this front wheel drive stuff is new to me in the last couple of years. My dad, we, we slowly figured out how to set them up, but this says we figure it out. We're, we're going back to Thundercar stuff, what we really know. So it's uh, it's going to be a big thing. High, high horsepower, upage, more excitement. Uh, rear wheel drive racing is in my opinion the the only real racing but uh it's uh it, it's something we're looking forward to my dad's pretty pumped up for it my grandparents are pumped up talked to the crew uh they're excited there's a lot of crew guys that carried over for my dad's crew back in the day and they're excited to get back to it um sponsors are amped up for it it's uh it's just a decision that seems like everyone is happy with and that everyone's looking forward to because everyone it, it's no secret this year was i won't i don't want to say disaster but not the the funnest season anyone's ever had so we're uh we're gonna get back to something we really have fun with and enjoy racing the way we used to hey that's awesome man you know you always want to do what you what you love to do and i think uh the super stock or the sorry not super stock thunder stock division damn damn near the same thing right? i know yeah, i know but i feel like i do it injustice <laughs> i don't know why because like i just i just to me it's just to me like they're more stock appearing than a, an asphalt super stock right yeah, so like sure. right. To, to me i'm doing it injustice by calling it a super stock because yeah it could, it's similar but it's it's still so different compared to a Oh, yeah. Superstock. Most, most, most superstock guys are all on those seventh gen um uh composite bodies and they, they yeah. I mean uh, Brandon McFerrin's car looks great, Carson's car looks great, all those Camaros, I think they're labeled the 2019. They look fantastic, but oh yeah. Mean, like if you look at I may I'll send you some photos after this, but any of those concept one Camaros, they look badass. I mean, Dave Bailey's Camaros looked sick for years i mean ryan beagle that's a third gen but that's an amazing looking car um they're they're slowly progressing to look a little bit more i don't know modern yeah um yeah they definitely keep that old school 1980s late models stock car look i i love that look it's it's cool i i go to i go to the dirt track just to watch the street stocks not gonna lie i i was i was up north back end of july early august sitting in the hot tub watching the race and i got on facebook and i said there's no better racing on terror right now than the austrian speedway street stocks it is competitive from 
Dave Bailey, Ryan Beagle, all the way back to 15th place. Like those guys oh, yeah. are, they, they know what they're doing. They're wheelmen. All those guys respect each other. It's, it's good racing. Like, I mean, Ryan Beagle and Dave Bailey put on a clinic this year, but those two racing each other, it's, it's definitely the show to watch. Oh, for sure. Like uh, we've had Chris Hale on the show in the past and he's, you know, he's. Yeah, that's a, that's, I'm going to his wedding in end of October. He's a. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's well, that Chris Hale's current car. Well, yep. It's been reclipped a few times, but <laughs> yep. the premise of it is my dad's first uh, stock car that he built. Oh, is it? It's so all that damn back in 2016. So I spent a couple of years kind of crewing for him throughout the pandemic, got really close and uh, yeah, it's, he's a pretty good guy. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, we've had Chris on here in the, sh- in the, on the show in the past and he's, you know, he, he's one of those guys, he runs a Monte Carlo compared to a lot of the other guys who run the, yep. uh, the Camaro. Cause, uh, but he does well, like, I guess the rules or some are set up better for a Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's in favor of Camaros. Um, yeah. But when metric cars are working good, you got to drive them hard, but they do work good. Um, like, and just look at Chris Hill when he drives. Oh, he's a great driver, but he's an even, he's an even smarter setup guy. Like, oh yeah. Sometimes uh, we make jokes, especially when my dad and I go down to Merrittville, help him out. That he's working up a little too hard because that guy will throw four different setups in the car in a night, just watching the track. So, um, yeah, he's a pretty smart guy. He's got a, a modified rack background, traveling around and doing stuff like that. So he's he knows what it takes to make a dirt car handle. Absolutely, and that was the like I said that was one of the coolest things about him. Um, but you know what? I gotta say this. I I gotta give you a big sh- big props for uh jumping up a class willing to take off a year to get up to that division um and come out with a brand new car yeah it's i mean like we we've i mean we've we've bought previous built cars before and we've got them working okay but there's there's nothing better than just kind of getting a nice fresh piece that you know that you're starting from ground zero you're not trying to fix stuff from previous drivers or previous fixes and bent clips and twisted yeah. and all these things it just it's nice to start out with a uh, a nice fresh piece i was at cam thompson's shop uh probably probably a few weeks ago and they've got one i don't know if i'm allowed to say whose it is yet but they've got one sitting up in there it's not cameron's but <laughs> they, they've got a concept one chassis sitting up on the loft there and it's a it's a pretty solid piece um i'm really excited to, to get my hands on one and start tinkering with it yeah it's gonna be awesome because you know cam had a tough season this year and in, in his street stock debut and or even just in the car in general just with the motor letting go and not being able to get one back but um now I'm gonna to have to press him a little bit about that. So, Cam, if you're listening, buddy, I could got it. You got some questions. You got to answer some questions I don't have for you. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll probably tell you. I just don't know if I can yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure he would too. Um, but you know what? I got I got to say this, man. Like I, I throughout the year, you've you've messaged me. You know, I, t- I told you the one night. I think I don't. I I don't think I could have been there. But I told you, uh, uh, you said, man, I'm hoping to to make the show. And I'm like, if you can't make the show, be the show. Yeah. Or so if you can't win the show, be the show. <laughs> I think you went out there and did that anyways. Yeah. I, well, there was, there was one night and I think I didn't run India that night. I, I saw Megan there. Yeah. Card. That was one of the nights we went over to the grandstand side and signed some autographs. But 
um that night we had a steering shaft let go and i think you said that to me that night and you said it was that night if you can't win the show be the show and barreling down in the three full throttle and the steering column let's go on the end of shooting off over the berm into the wall um but then i think you said to me again i don't know like a month and a half later and we went out (laughs) started dead last and drove up to like 10th or 9th so i think it was like a 21 pass night like it was it was pretty good so well the funny thing is you mentioned about the hero car because i was just scrambling looking for it because i knew where it was i still got it yeah (laughs) yeah i knew where it was i just had to quickly look down to see where it was so yeah my girlfriend designed all those like two days before we knew we were gonna have an autograph night and down print it off and uh it's um hey those are awesome though it it looked really good man uh man i yeah i'm I'm, i yeah it's you know it's (laughs) being able to i just stumbled so many times over nothing uh (laughs) welcome to my life i just stumbled like get to the point um but yeah, you're right. Like I, I think I got there just a little too late or something. Um, but I told you I was coming. Uh, and yeah, of course, if I find if I w- was over there, I was definitely gonna come over and see you and introduce myself to you, um, yeah. and grab a hero card because I knew you were gonna be over there. But I think we showed up a little too late or something like that, and uh, weren't able to make it over there. But on throughout the mini stock race, I think I was watching like two people, and that was you and Rob Twitchit. Yeah. <laughs> Because I just wanted to see, because I, I know Rob, I've known Rob for many years, and I didn't, he, he saved me a few times from buying bad cars at one point. Um, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I was in 20, so in 2012, was it 2012? 2012, yeah, 2012. Uh I went out, I think I put up on a buy and sell site in um, like for the Ontario racing stuff. I think I put up there, hey, like looking for a dirt mini stock or something like that, or a mini stock. Yep. Uh, someone commented and said, oh, I'll PM you. Instantly, Rob messaging was like, this person do not <laughs> deal with. I'm like, oh. He goes, I don't care if you open it. I don't care. Like, it's like that car is junk. It is a death trap. I owned it for years. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm not even going to go near that. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have guys like that in racing. I mean, there's, there is unfortunately some characters in the sport that you got to avoid. I mean, there's a guy I won't name who, but yeah, Chris has been scammed out of some money before and called my dad and he's like, I, I just bought this transmission off this guy and like it was the wrong one. He scanned me and my dad just like all I hear him on the phone is go, No, you don't buy stuff off that guy. And that's uh <laughs> most most guys are pretty good and uh, tight knit, but there's a select few that uh, are out to get you. So I mean it's nice to have some people in the sport that will protect you and know uh when to tell you not to make some certain purchases. Absolutely, because I was I can't remember if I was thinking of going dirt or if I was going to go asphalt. Either way, I don't think it matter. I just want to get behind the wheel of something and just go run. Yeah. I I was what? How old was I? I was 19. Yeah, I was 19. Uh just so I had I had like a year plan. Uh, that was, so like in October of 2012, I bought a pickup truck. Yeah. Uh by 
March or April, I think I was gonna I was gonna have enough money saved up to go buy a trailer. By uh, after Frosttoberfest, I was gonna have enough money to save up to essentially show up with a trailer to Oktoberfest and say, "Is your car for sale? Here's five, six, seven thousand dollars." Yeah, I had a plan that by twenty twenty or two thousand. 2013 2014 yeah i was gonna be making my debut is there a certain car you had uh i had i didn't have a car i didn't have nothing in mind like because by the time i had to put everything on hold in january of 2013 so before my plan really even took off i had to stop and that's because that's when i found out i was gonna be a dad oh yeah so that took more of a priority over (laughs) me getting behind the wheel of a race car yeah. um my, my dad started driving like a few months after i was born <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it, times were different between yeah. you know yeah to 20 years ago it's a bit different than uh this day and age now, nowadays you, you gotta work three jobs just to be able to survive for a kid so mm-hmm. yep. um but yeah the, I, I had a whole plan in place it was supposed to be Boom, 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 boom. I was just getting a feel for seeing who was going to have cars for sale. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, Rob Rob came in clutch, told me not to buy cer- someone's certain car, and I was like, no, hey, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. I, I think I said, like, oh, sorry, I'm not interested. I moved on to another guy just to talk. And <laughs> uh, But, yeah, um, I, like I said, I've watched you guys, you you and you this year to see how well you've been doing. Uh because that's the thing is I like, I like watching guys who like, even though I have a, you know, we have a stable drivers, even guys who are just like, Hey, like watch me. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, you know, like I'm not saying like, that's what you did, but I was like, you, you and I've had conversations where, you know, it's like, Oh, you coming out weekend tonight. Yeah, man. I'll, you know, I'm coming. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be there to watch you. Right. So it's one of those things. If someone's just like someone I'm not even affiliated with, just talking with me, you can bet I'm gonna watch them. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's kind of scrolling through your uh, driver recap, and it seems like the list is never ending. And oh. <laughs> dude, trust me, especially when the CVMs get going because there's six names there, uh, nine nine bone stocks yeah. on Friday alone for from Chris Lawrence's BT Racing. Like Chris keeps me busy. Yeah. It's, it's- <laughs> I was in contact with Chris a couple of weeks back, trying to see if he had a, a spare run a ride for Delaware for the end of the year, but I don't know if we can, <laughs> we're gonna follow through with that. But yeah, I know there's there's a lot of cars. I mean, it's uh it's good to see a guy's Absolutely. name and supporting people, um especially for a lot of bone stock guys that maybe don't really have their name as large as. Hey, right, that's the point. Then you you you're getting the name out there it's good for their sponsors it's good for you it's good for them it's a it's a big thing absolutely um yeah, and who who knows what's gonna happen next year that's for sure yeah, um 50 cars huh next year you have 50 cars oh i don't know about that we'll have to see what uh what the old piggy bank has to tell me about yeah. at the end of the year so <laughs> we'll see uh we'll have to see what who wants to who wants to uh work with us and Yep. See, see where we're at at the end of the year so so who'd you start like i know you're at the cvms but like what car were you on to start like what for my promotion stuff well i mean like yeah like you're 
So my the first car that ever ran a Jomo Media sticker was my buddy Logan Dillon down in Friendswood, Texas. Oh, the um, the mic- guy. yeah, the micro the sprint guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first guy, and, and it was just an idea him and I were talking about racing NASCAR Heat Four during the pandemic there, and um, we kind of ironed out a lot of the things. So. When I, I told him, like, one of the deals was I wanted to do podcasting and vlogging for, for the drivers. Uh, that was that was the deal. That's That was the one thing I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, he, he was on board with it. He thought it was a cool idea. And the fact that was it? I think he almost – he was telling me one time he almost landed a sponsor from Canada. Oh, did he? Yeah, almost. I don't know if it actually fell through or anything like that, but – or if he got it, but – at one point, he was telling me that he was talking to a guy about sponsorship, and he was from Canada. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you see a lot of that, like um, oh, the the Hills Racing teams, a lot of Canadians. Yep. It's all of his businesses, but he's down the states racing. Oh yeah, and town lines on it. It's like, well, I mean, they're not really around there. It's not advertising, but it's good for advertising for around here. And oh, absolutely, it. it it's one of those things it's like it all depends on who's putting the money in and what and what they want to put on it right yeah yeah um yeah uh i think i think we've covered everything yeah i mean just about everything kind of talked about or messenger there yeah uh of course ashley we want to thank you for jumping on with us this week it was definitely uh awesome having you yeah no Um, problem like it's uh it's all week i was kind of thinking about what i was gonna talk about or you're gonna say and so i'm glad we got it done absolutely man uh it was great having you on is there anyone you want to thank for getting you here or helping you out through the throughout the season i mean i mean if we're gonna talk crew wise like my dad man jody waters his son austin waters uh my girlfriend doing all the behind the scenes behind the scenes stuff um she does a lot of the page running and uh um, my grandparents always kind of doing a lot of the, the food prep for a lot of the crew guys throughout the week and uh yeah it's well i guess wade and mark thorne for the last couple of weeks uh for getting me out there get me perfect attendance so um yeah it's there's there's, there's a lot of people i can thank but they, in, in this sport there's so many people that support you i'd, I'd be talking for the next 25 30 minutes so um but thank them a lot on my facebook so follow uh Ashton Dickey Motorsports on Facebook, and you can see a lot of our uh, supporters and partners on the race team. That's all I was just about to say. Where can they catch you on social media? But you just answered that question for me. So, uh, again, Ashley, we want to thank you for jumping on with us this week. It was definitely great having you on, get chatting with you. Um, and we're we're definitely going to have to uh, keep an eye on you next year or in, yeah. in 2024 when you get behind the wheel of that Thunderstock. Yeah, yeah, next year. Well, yeah, next year with uh, Thorn Racing, and then we'll be back with uh, uh, ADM in 2024 running the Thunderstock. And uh, look forward to it. I'm just kind of glad we're not taking that full year and back behind a wheel for a season. We didn't really know where I was going to end up for 2023, but it's, uh, it's a good feeling knowing we got something lined up. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, we're not going to take up too much more of your time tonight. But thank you for jumping you on with much. us, and you have yourself a great night. Yeah, you too. Yeah, I'll talk right. to you later, John. All right, bye now. All right, you guys, that was driver the number one, I guess now the number 46 for Thorn Racing. Uh, that was Ashton Dickey. And Ashton just reminded me 
once we wrapped up here that that, that wasn't his first interview he had with me. <laughs> and I completely forgot. So you remember <laughs> back in 2020 when like the world was shut down? Yeah. Okay, so after I started Joel Media, he reached out to me and asked about doing or I think I put out there saying like, hey, anyone want to do like a Facebook live? Mm-hmm. and he was just like he was like sure I'm like okay and he was one of the first guys we ever did like an, a live conversation with mm-hmm. so thank you Ashton for reminding me of that because that's that's going about two years ago now we did this so man Ooh. sure how time flies but of course, yeah. we want to thank Ashton for coming on with us as, as always, as we do every every all our guests. Um, next week on the show, I'm not going to announce it just yet until next week because I want to make sure everything is confirmed. Everything should be confirmed. Everything should be ready to go. Um, but I will say this: we are going to have the dr- a driver from the Oscar Hot Rod series will be joining us next week. As long as we confirm everything. Um, yeah. Some fun things happening soon. Even though we're at the end of the year, we're already like, I'm preparing for next year. Um, I got some cool things. I got, I got, I got some interesting things I want to, uh, I want to work on. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to announce it right here. We, <laughs> I am looking at doing a, before, I don't even know how to word it here. Beginning, before season. Anyways, it's going to be before the race season. Uh, but I'm thinking of doing a... Hosting a car show. Ooh. Where every driver who is a Jomo Media driver by the time of February 1st, paid in full to be, the, to be a driver for the year, will have an opportunity will have the opportunity to bring their car out and to a to a, a fairground to set up in an area and invite their sponsors so for like megan i her yeah for you we'll, we'll say for you guys we'll give you guys let's say i don't know 50 like a 50 by 50 foot area yeah that gets to have your car your team tent uh and your sponsors on your car can set up so inside track can come and set up a booth with your car um rachel can set up a design booth for her business um lift advisor could have a, a booth there um you know uh it would just to me it would just be a great way before the beginning of the season where all our drivers can come out uh get to meet one another get to talk to one another as well as get their sponsors out Mm. because we know once april hits no cars are going to look pretty again no i'm thinking it would just be a cool idea now this is something i'm thinking either for this year or the following year if we get enough interest, we get, you know, uh, enough sponsors to kick in, uh, to step up and kick in, 
there's no reason why we can't. We'd have a live DJ. Um, who knows? Maybe depending on where it is, maybe we'll have some fun prizes and give away giveaways and uh, some games for the kid kids and the adults. Like I'm thinking, so like the Aaron Fairgrounds, they have a nice mm-hmm. little stretch of front of uh, of area. I'm thinking if we bring about like four or five different pedal bikes, that'd be cool. Race a driver, <laughs> uh, have a chance to race a driver. Have a chance, you know. We'd have auto. There'd be autograph sessions all day. Like I said, there'd be live music. Um, probably I'd get uh, my friend Taylor. I'd probably get her, uh, her market to come out as well. Uh, but no, I just think if, if we get if we have another 20, 25 drivers again. In 2025 cars, mm-hmm. I think it'd be something we could pull off. Definitely. You know, I think it'd be great for the sport. And again, mm-hmm. it's an it's an open invitation. So the sponsors get to come, people will get to come, and 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 if it's at a fairgrounds, it would be a like five dollar entrance. I would make it affordable for everyone to come out. Yeah. Uh but that's something I'm thinking either for this year or next year, I want to get in, start getting in the works. And like I said, if sponsors step up, if we get some sponsors in the works on this, it, we could definitely up to up the timeline, but uh, no, I think it'd be cool to, to again, on a Saturday before mm-hmm. race season, you know, uh, like end of March, beginning of April, just come on out you know the teams are all invited they'll be free their crews will be free um once the gates open at like 10 a.m they'll be from like 10 a.m to 7 p.m at a fairgrounds and uh, uh, don't know where yet but like that would just be the kind of the ideal definitely that'd be cool yeah we'd have some we'd get some food trucks food trucks to come in uh maybe the local like lions club or uh oh what's the other one Lions Club or the uh, Rotary Club. Mm-hmm. Um, we get them to come on out and again, you know, sell food, uh, help out, support local. Uh, I, th- I think it'd be great for a community somewhere to to have, you know, 2025 race teams come in and their sponsors. And again, I think it would be great. It would be a great, fun filled day. That would be really fun. I'd definitely be down for that. Oh, I, f- I figured you would be. <laughs> you, if if it has to be up to anyone, I think it would be uh, Alex, you or myself to be getting there first. Yeah. If Alex was to jump back on it for another year, it, it would be between the three of us getting there first. Pretty much. <laughs> the race is on. The race is on and here comes pride in the backstretch. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I like to li- think I don't live in a musical. But like with how much I can take two words or a word and bust it into a song. And honestly, when I said that, that's exactly where my where my mind was going to. <laughs> For which part? For, for that song. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I said the race is on. And then here comes Pride in the Backstretch. Heartache is going to the inside. Now, if you, okay, so anyone listening, anyone listening, if you can name this song, let us know. If you can name the song and the artist, put it in the comment section on Facebook, Instagram, 
You know, Lillian, clip it and put it on TikTok. There you go. If you can guess that song, put it in the comment section below. We don't have anything to give away right now, but uh, <laughs> I got it. I got a cup. I need to get that gone. So if you want a cup, I got a tumbler still, and it looks exactly <laughs> like this. Okay. It, it looks beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> Colorful. Um, $25 and it's yours. Or $20 and it's yours. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump down the cost here. $20 and it's yours. <laughs> um, so if you want to support Joe Media and the True North Rates podcast, we do have a cup for sale. Um, we are going to do a giveaway at the end of the year with our other cup that I need to get other drivers signed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most of them are signed though. Like that's the thing. Like most, yeah. of, most of the drivers are signed. It's all our Delaware drivers. Yeah. That are not signed on the damn cup or our uh, CVM guys. Besides Scott. Besides <laughs> Scott. Scott was the only one there. So still need to get like John Carley. Uh, who else? Ricky Williger. Joe Arsenal. Jay Pepin. Mike Westwood. John Carley. I think I already said John. <laughs> Eight, fourteen, seventeen, nineteen, forty-three. Oh, Rob, Rob, Connor, and Adam. Yeah. So, well, that's good. I know what I got to make sure I bring it to uh, bring to the track the next time out. So, um, next weekend is a complete off weekend for us, but next weekend is also Velocity up at Sunset Speedway, where mm-hmm. they cap off their twenty twenty two racing season. Um, Madison uh, team camp for Morgan Robson Racing debuted a brand new car. Uh, looked beautiful. Fortunately, I don't have any stickers right now, so there uh, there was no stickers on the car. Um, <clears throat> Nick Tooley finished wrapped up his year. Uh, it was so cool having guys from up at Sunset run Joe Media sticker. Yeah. <clears throat> The, the expansion is real just gonna put that out there the expansion yeah. is real um and i think next year is gonna be even better we'll have to see like i said i i said earlier i gotta work on the website some more we gotta get the promotion stuff up there um to let people know what to expect from us and uh yeah because that's that's you know that's that's the whole purpose of us that was that was the start of this it was the promotion it wasn't the media <laughs> The media is just for fun for me. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> um. So, Megan, what what are your plans for the off weekend? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure yet, honestly. No, yeah. We'll see. Don't quite know. Well, that's no fun. I mean. <laughs> I, I mean, I might still go to Kate and Dale's, but like somebody and then somebody else are all busy this weekend. So, oh, who could that be? <laughs> not you and Jacqueline, not Cody and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have lives. <clears throat> I have little humans to attend to. Just think about it. We got the off season coming up, oh, yeah. right? We have the off season, which means 
We need a Saturday night go kart night. Oh my god, we do. Because I'm dying to like race something. <laughs> I I think there's a Saturday night we need to get Caitlin, Dale, myself, Jacqueline, you, Garrison, Cody, Rachel, hell, even your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Get all out to the Hamilton go kart indoor go kart track, and just see what could happen. Oh yeah. I'm so down for that. I I think either Chase someone. Oh, we gotta get Chase too. No, he's not allowed. Why is he not allowed? Because last time we went with the pure stock drivers, he took home the trophy. Wasn't cool. (laughs) Well, guess who? I'm bringing a freaking (laughs) fake trophy, and guess who's gonna go home with it? This guy. (laughs) Oh boy, I I with the off season coming up, like that's the good part, you know. Uh, family life's going to settle down a little bit more. So I think we're, mm-hmm. we should be able to work something out where we can go and uh, get out there and, uh, yeah, get ourselves out there and, and run some laps and go have some fun. Definitely. Um, yeah, next weekend uh, leads up to Robert's birthday. Um, so I will not be at a racetrack. I will be at home cleaning a house and celebrating a kid who's gonna turn nine next wednesday mm-hmm. my god where does the time go <laughs> right like i look at pictures from like three years ago i'm like what like what happens oh yeah like i don't i don't get it um so the ne- yeah, next time i'll be out of track is september 24th uh next week we do have a show i'm hoping timing works out and mm-hmm. i'll be home monday by eight we can have our guests on by 8 30 uh and if it means we have to stay up later to do an intro and an outro that's what's gonna happen have to happen <laughs> unfortunately um but yeah i think i think we're set i think we're doing we're, we're in good shape here um mm. the new show format is gonna debut after frosttoberfest so we got to get ready for that. So if you guys have any suggestions, if you guys listen this far, thank you guys. Um, but if you guys have any suggestions for racing topics that we that Megan and I can talk about and give our give give ourselves something to talk about, uh, you guys can send them to us at jomopromos at gmail.com. Uh, fire them to us on Facebook or Instagram into our messages. And uh, yeah. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for, I'm ready to wind down a little bit from our regular season programming, go into a nice uh, little off season programming. Um, and I guess, Oh, if we go, go karting, I'm wearing a GoPro mount. As you say, there has to be a GoPro involved. Oh, there's going to be a GoPro involved. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to bring the seven and let it eat or bring my nine and get clarity. <laughs> But you can also bet it's going to end up on Facebook or on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am going to make like each race we do will be its own heat race. <laughs> so you can bet like John starting P3. <laughs> yeah. Like next, like, oh, I think that'd just be a lot of fun. It would be. Um, but yeah. I think uh, let's just get out of here for the night. I don't, I, before I go on a rant, 
I don't have anything to rant about, but I just feel like I'm just gonna keep talking and talking and talking. So I think it's we should gonna roll into something. Sorry. I said it's gonna roll into something. Yeah, it's gonna roll into something, and we're gonna be talking about something like from five years ago for no reason. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I say let's just get out of here for the night. We've had ourselves a long day, long weekend. Um, first of all, thank you to everyone who listens to the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. We appreciate your love and support of the show. Uh, who knows? You could be a, a future host on our show, just like Megan was. Megan loved listening to the show, and now she's a full-time co-host here. So, like, <laughs> if you guys love listening to us, hey, you you might end up on here. You never know. Uh, <laughs> um. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, follow, comment. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. Um, I'm putting up just random videos. I think that was hysterical from our interviews just up there. Um, <laughs> except for you. Except No, 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 no. You you put up a video I wanted to share. You can still share it. No, because that's so fun. Because there's two of them. Like, what? That's not fair. <laughs> but I'm glad that video got out there, though, with your dad. I went in full window shutdown mode. Like there's no ifs ands or buts about it. I was like, what? Uh, yeah. Make sure you guys follow us on our own our show, 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 social <laughs> media to stay up to date on everything happening with uh, the wow with the True North Racing Podcast, Jomo <laughs> Media. Um, you guys can also check us out on our website, JomoMedia.ca, uh, where we put out where our driver lineup our driver finishing order uh our rundown we talk about our um podcast we give you guys all the links there and we also where else did we put it oh yeah we also uh you while you guys are there you guys can check out our driver section check out all 29 cars we are on joe media is on 29 cars this year um which is awesome so we got about 32 drivers i counted them up myself thank you very much didn't need to take off my shoes um (laughs) but anyway guys for megan mitchell i'm john morrison thank you guys for listening to true north racing podcast brought to you by joe media and promotions we'll see you guys next week bye now see you guys Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car's zooming by Hey, True North Racing Let's go